Welcome to the Outside Cast. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado. Just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Uh, restrictions have uh, been eased. I think indoor capacity is no longer limited uh, anywhere in Colorado. Uh, so if you're comfortable, you want to get yourself in there, get yourself on over to Blanchard Family Wines. And they will hook you up. I have been there a couple times since uh, I have been fully vaccinated. I have been actually uh, dining outside. uh, But it's been great. Got that 2017 Cabernet, which is still my favorite. Okay. I liked it so much, I got another bottle of it just so I could have it at home. So I don't, like, keep wasting money um, (laughs) on things I should probably be not uh, buying. But, you know, look, it's never a waste of money when it's at Dalblanche or Family Wines. But, you know, if you're not quite vaccinated yet and over 50 percent of coloradans are have got their first dose so if you're not if you're not one of those people uh get yourself a bottle uh go to bfwdenver.com get you one of those uh they still got virtual wine tastings uh you can also you can also get yourself uh some of those other things they got there got like accessories a growler uh if you want that too if you go into blanchard family wines they got like partnerships with western slope uh wineries uh restoration storm cellars coltaris a bunch of other ones like that. They really, really want to make this a local Colorado business. And uh, look, there's a couple of wine bars in Denver, but by Blanchard is basically by far the best and at the best location. Uh, once again, they're located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Uh, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. You can go to bfwdenver.com to get yourself a bottle or buy any of theirs sort of varieties of wines you can got also got a whole bunch of accessories you can get there one of the best places you can go in denver colorado my favorite when you go in or when you talk to them tell them jeff morton from csu podcast sent you in there what is up everybody thank you all for joining me on the latest outside cast part of the csu network i am of course your host jeff morton okay uh i haven't done one of these in a while i asked you guys for some questions on twitter and i got three really good ones so i kind of want to go over those i'll deal with two of them uh at the front side and then at the after the DraftKings read i will uh address the last one um now the nuggets will be playing the portland trailblazers tonight so um Get yourselves ready for that, I, I happen to think, and you can quote me on this, uh, uh, and you can even take this to Twitter. I think the Nuggets will come out hot, and I think they're coming out on a mission, and I would not be surprised if they blow the, the Blazers out in Game 5. Um, this team knows they're better than Portland, and I think this is, you could, just got that feeling talking to them in uh, post-practice yesterday. Uh, basically, I think the Nuggets understand that they need to just take care of business and um i did really anticipate the nuggets just coming out blazing and real hot um so we'll we'll do that okay um let is let's start with a question from justin michael uh on twitter uh he he's at justin t michael on twitter and uh, uh he also writes for denver without the vowels uh who do you see being more important to Denver's success over the next five years, Murray or MPJ? Why? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, there's two ways you can look at this. Uh, the Nuggets' uh, success has been hinging on Jokic and Murray of late, of uh, the last several years, because, and I will say this primarily because they've had the most time together. Um, uh, Murray gives something that, Jok- that, that 
the current version of Michael Porter Jr. is not going to do, and that gives you off-the-dribble uh, playmaking, which is something that we've all seen is not Michael Porter Jr.'s forte. Uh, we, we know this. We've seen it. Uh, he, he even has hands of stone at times. So uh, obviously that is a big thing that the Nuggets are missing right now, and that's something that a point guard slash shooting guard is going to give you. They're going to give that off the dribble look. Uh, at the same time, Michael Porter Jr. gives you something that, my, that Jamal Murray is not ever going to give you, and that's shot making from every part of the court. And it's going to be effortless, and it's going to be um, in a way that I don't think you can account for. And I, this is a hard question to, to answer because they both give something that is unique. Um, the diff, the, 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 I think, I mean, this is going to sound like splitting the baby, Justin, but I just bear with me here. Um, honestly, I think it's going to require both of them in equal measures. Uh, and the ultimate test is going to see, how, see if they both can uh, survive in the same ecosystem. Um, it, it started to look better once Gordon came in and was really taking up a lot of the defensive slack at the, at the wing spot. It's going to be interesting to see when Jamal eventually comes back, uh, how they work it. Right now, uh, if you told me, you know, the future, quote-unquote, uh, depends on a certain guy. Honestly, if Michael Porter Jr. takes a leap and the Nuggets get out of this first round, it tells you a lot about him. And it tells you a lot about Jokic and who he's able to work with. Uh, but if I'm going to be pressed right now, I would say both Murray and Porter in equal measure uh, are, are, are equally, I would say, important to this Nuggets future. Um, you're seeing what they miss without them. Now, last year, Porter was not, um, he was essentially a rookie last year, and he's learning as he goes along. We've not seen his final form. If he gets to what I believe as his eventual uh, ultimate development, um, he's going to be extremely special in a way that maybe Jamal Murray can't be, because Jamal Murray has to work so hard, um, and that's going to be even exacerbated with the Nuggets uh, when he comes back from the, uh, from the ACL. It's just going to, it's, you just know it. You know Jamal is going to have to really, really work, 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 uh, because he works hard anyway, but he's going to have to work twice as hard. And you don't know what that's going to mean for his, the rest of his career as far as how much effort he's going to have to put in to get back to where he was and try to get better. So that's something to look forward to. I'm sorry I didn't really answer your question here, but at this point, that's all I, I, I can really do. All I can say right now is that it's really going to depend on both of them at this point because if they lose either one of them, their, se- their, season, their, their uh, ceiling lowers uh, a lot, and you're seeing that in these playoffs. All right. From uh, E. Estrada uh, on Twitter. Have I gone to any? Have you gone to any playoffs game, playoff games this year? If so, how was your experience compared to pre-pandemic? I went to game one. Um, I got to be honest with you; I kind of freaked out. Um, I'm gonna, I, 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 I've been fully vaccinated for as of Tuesday. It'll be a month, and um, I'll be honest with you: I should have eased myself into getting out there a little more. 
as far as the aesthetics of it, it's completely different, and it's really freaking weird. I'll be honest with you. Um, now, indoor capacities limits have been eased. I think they can. Uh, I think they can uh, do the uh, fully full capacity, but I, they, we haven't determined what the ball arena is going to do yet. They haven't announced how, how they're going to adjust to it since uh, the. Uh, of the the actual restriction is gone um, on capacity. They just raised it to ten thousand, so who knows what's going that's going to look like. But overall, it's really effing weird, and I and I'm not even sure. Um, I, I'm not even sure how they are going to uh, do this because there's still mask requirements. Uh, but I think statewide, there's no more mask requirements in, in, indoors. So I'm not even. I'm I'm not certain. It's kind of up in the air. They're trying to get back to normal. Um, there's a bunch of these protocols still in place. Uh, a lot of the seating is is gone. Uh, it's taken up by uh, a sizable chunk of the opposing and player and home team bench. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, this is this whole this whole situation is strange. Um, cases have been plummeting in Colorado, except for Mesa County, and I'm looking at you, Mesa County, for uh, your various. In, stupidities out there. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. But outside of that, Colorado seems to do doing pretty well and that over 50% of the population having one dose has probably influenced uh, Governor Polis's decision to ease all district restrictions. So uh, I am going to be curious to see what they do. Um, as far as my own personal experience, like I said, I shouldn't have... I, I really... I really should have eased myself into it more. Um, my anxieties were high... Uh, while I was there, I couldn't get comfortable. It just wasn't fun. I, I got to be honest with you, man. It, it wasn't fun for me being there, and it was the first game of the playoffs. I just I, I could not ever get comfortable. And uh, I'm hoping the next playoff game I go to, I will be that much more comfortable knowing that I am protected because I have been fully vaccinated for a month, hopefully. All right, before I continue with the rest of the podcast, I'd like to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, plenty of instructions for new bettors, and are nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Any pick any basketball team that is still in contention. Bet one dollar, and if that team wins, you win one hundred dollars in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on base, baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign when you sign up to turn one dollar into one dollars, hundred dollars in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and you will. And if they do, you will claim one hundred dollars in free credits. That's promo code MHS for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be twenty-one or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred. All righty. Final question from. Uh, my my old old friend and I okay, John Michael. I'm not calling you old. Uh, of the of, of the two of us, I'm old, mentally I'm old. Uh, it's from J M DeShazer. 
on, on Twitter. Uh, great uh, uh, musician, by the way. Check out his stuff. Go to his... Uh, uh, I'll, I'll get it for you. Go to his Twitter account and check out his uh, music. Uh, he is at J-M-D-E-S-H-A-Z-E-R. J-M DeShazer. Um, he has a Mixcloud account. Check it out. He's really, really good. Um, and uh, you won't be you won't be sorry there. But I've known I've known JM since uh, elementary school, so uh, obviously I'm biased. But I I also I also know my shit. So check out his stuff. Uh, JM asks, Do you think we will see zone defense from Denver after this last game? I uh, maybe. I, here's the thing about zone. Um, uh, the best way to describe this sort of thing is that zone is effective if you use it all the if you use it all the time and you practice it all the time. And I don't think the Nuggets' base nor is is centered around zone defense. Um, one reason it works, quote unquote, and I'm using quotes for this, it works for the Dallas Mavericks is because Rick Carlisle loves his zone defense. He's been using it since they've made it legal in the. Uh, in the uh, NBA in the mid 2000s essentially essentially what they you know it's for me it's great as a change of pace occasionally but it's not good as your base defense they may go to more of it may um i don't know if that will improve uh the defensive issues certain people have had i don't even necessarily think michael porter junior has been a big Issue beyond the fact that he's just not fast enough to close out on guards um, and to, to keep the space open. He's been relying on his length to bother them, and Damian Lillard is very good, and so is C.J. McCollum at get, getting the space they need to hit shots. Sometimes the matchup is not favorable, folks, and sometimes it's not. You can you can play as good as defense as you're capable, and you can't. Uh, it, it just doesn't matter. I mean, sometimes it, that happens, and, and with uh, Lillard and McCollum, you can guarantee that they know what they're doing and they know how to get their shot. But as far as zone defense goes, um, it would be interesting to see to try that against uh, Nurkic. I don't think Nurkic is necessarily the problem here. And I don't even think that the issues that arose in Game 4 were anything that were beyond the Nuggets just didn't show up in the game. Um so if they're going to use it, I would I would probably say they would use it when the second unit is in, um, particularly when Millsap is playing center. They can get away with zone defense. Um, Millsap, uh, so you've got a second unit that features Jermichael Green. Uh, you've got uh, Millsap. They'll sprinkle in some Michael Porter Jr., uh, some uh, Austin Green. Uh, Austin, Austin Green, Austin Rivers, he's Austin Green, um, and you've got Monte Morris, sometimes you'll see Shaq Harrison, you'll see, uh, maybe some Marcus Morris, you know, all that stuff, you know, you got various combinations therein of those people, I happen to think the Nuggets need to throw, uh, uh, Aaron Gordon in with the second unit more, um, particularly if you're worried about, like, individual straight-up defense, you need to be doing that. But if you're going to keep the rotation in the second unit as is, you need to probably throw in occasionally some zone. Um, and I think that is probably where it's most effective. Not necessarily the front, not necessarily the starting 
unit. Um, the, the, they've generally been okay. I'm not worried about Game 4. Just Game 4 was a weird anomaly that I, you can't apply to the rest of the series. This Nuggets team and the Blazers team are evenly matched. And uh, as currently constituted, the Nuggets fully healthy are much better. Um, so, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. I, I, I think that the deployment of zone will hinge on personnel and who they have out there. Uh, and if they're going to use a little bit more of it, I suggest they do it in the second unit because they will put McCollum, they have McCollum and Lillard out there at all times. And uh, if it was me, I make sure McCollum, when it's McCollum by himself, you get that zone defense out there because that'll affect him more than Lillard, you know, chucking uh, 35 feet sh- foot shots from the logo, right? I mean, that's just basically, that's a zone breaker right there. So. Well, okay, that's the last of the questions. Uh, like I said, going to, coming back to what I said at the beginning, I think the Nuggets will have one tonight. They, they, based on their quotes, Mike Porter Jr. was very mature and very aware of what he needed to do um, with his um, game tonight. And, they, and I think the Nuggets have found some ways to get him better looks. I will say this as a closer. I said this on Twitter a couple days ago. Um, and I, I probably said this on here. Michael Porter Jr. is not Clay Thompson. He his ultimate form is Danilo Gallinari, super Danilo Gallinari, um, and it'll be better if he improves his handle, which was probably going to take time, a lot of time. Uh, but he can get mismatches in the post, and don't worry about him getting muscled out of there. He's he's the the, the thing that never changes as much as there's muscling is that he is six inches taller than Norm Powell. And the fact that the Nuggets haven't been using that size advantage has been a travesty. Uh, I look for the Nuggets to understand, and I think they have understood, that Mike is a lot taller than Norm Pell and can get any shot he wants over him. Plus, look, if it takes Mike flopping more and, and emphasizing the contact, do it. That's what he needs to do. All right. Everyone enjoy the playoff game tonight. I'll be talking to you uh, soon. Um, and probably, I may even do record one tomorrow after the game. You never know. All right, thank you all for joining me on the latest Outside Cast on CSG. Sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'll be talking to you soon. Goodbye.